6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. First things first, though, I want you to mark August 6th on your calendar. That's the day the speed limit on most residential and downtown streets in Edmonton will drop to 40 kilometers an hour. 40K will be the citywide default speed limit. And that means if you don't see a sign, the speed limit will be 40. And that current default speed limit, so right now, is 50K. What do you think about this move? Is it good? Is it bad? Are you indifferent? 780-496-0063 is the text line. Jessica Lamar is the Director of Traffic Safety for the City of Edmonton. Hey, Jessica, welcome back to the show. Hey, Jalen, happy Monday. Uh, happy Monday to you. So here we go. It's happening. We've been talking about this for the last little while. It's happening August 6th is the day. What do people need to know about this? Well, I mean, you've covered some of the big pieces. August 6th is the day for your calendar. That's when we officially go live with the new default speed limit in Edmonton. But, you know, it's actually never too soon to start practicing. So <laughs> I'm encouraging people, you know, start, start driving 40 now. I bet you're going to be surprised. I bet you're already doing it. So um, it's just one of those things uh, to be aware of. The date is when it goes it goes live officially, and you'll be hearing lots more about it leading up till then and after as well, of course. So we know know that uh, this decision was made all an effort to make streets safer for all users so give us an idea that with dropping it from 50 to to 40 you know what is the difference when it comes to safety on streets what's the data that says 40 is is um is safer than 50 that's so great question and um, when people are driving slower even the 10 kilometers the driver's field of vision becomes wider which means you can take in more of what's going around on around you as you're driving you know we're human beings we make mistakes we miss things and so giving yourself the benefit of just a little more time to see that that movement, that tiny thing happening so that you can react and stop, that is the thing that saves lives. That's what makes us safer. So uh, when we talk about this, it's, you know, it's around, um, you know, that ball crossing the street Mm -hmm. and you being able to stop your car. It's around families feeling safer because they know that there's a little more forgiveness in the system out there. Mm. And that's one of the primary pieces, giving everybody a little bit more time to react That's key to safety and making sure, you know, it's the difference between tragedy and a happy day. And you know what, Jessica? Yeah, I know most of the major roads in the city not going to be affected by the by the change. And if people want to check out uh, where, for sure, things are going to be uh, you know impacted, you can go to the city of Edmonton website and, and check it out there. Um, people are concerned. You know, uh, they say it's going to impact my driving time. I, uh, I I drive for a living. This is going to add more time to my day. I'm not going to be able to get things done. What do you say to those concerns? Yeah, I, I hear that. Uh, people are worried about making sure that they don't lose time with their loved ones and, and, and you know, doing the things that they value best. And I think, unfortunately, when we think about slowing down, we think about things like massive traffic jams. You know, we think about being stuck somewhere and taking an hour longer to get home than before. But we put together the estimated time of arrival tool, which people can find on our website, where you can actually map, it's through Google Maps, you can map your commute. Uh, 
uh, and it tells you the time difference between the current default and the new default. And honestly, I have not found an example that's more than a minute. Mm-hmm. It's it's really not that much because you're talking about local roads, and we don't those residential roads are not the spaces that we typically use for our big commutes. Those are the larger freeways, and those are staying the same. So um, I'd encourage people to take a look and test it out, and it might help us kind of reset the assumption we have in our heads about delay. You know, interesting question that came in on the text line, Jessica, and said, okay, if, if what you're saying about uh, 40 is mm-hmm. is true, why not why not 30? You know, would, would 30 not be better? So, you know, we have 30 in a lot of spaces in Edmonton already, and that's important to remember that our playground zones, those aren't changing. Those will stay 30 during those operational hours. So until 9 p.m., 30 is still the speed limit there. After that, it's going to be 40 now instead of 50. Those are places where we typically see higher volumes of our vulnerable road users interacting, crossing the street, playing, etc. And so those have been maintained there. Um, But, you know, in the fall city council made the decision to move ahead with 40 in spaces outside of that but specific to neighborhoods so residential roads and other very high pedestrian areas so the downtown area is included in that and then white avenue jasper avenue in sort of the main streets portion because similar we're going to see more activity in those spaces yeah, and that's what I wanted to ask you about, Jessica, because I'm, I'm curious to know what the stats say about accidents in residential neighborhoods. I know, I mean, we've we've heard about accidents on Jasper Avenue. We've heard about, you know, the crosswalks on, on White Avenue over the years. But when it comes to residential areas, is that, um, and again, I don't know if any number you can place on there saying, oh, well, you know, there was only five, so, you know, big deal. But are, do you have numbers? Do you have stats on um, accidents in, in, uh, in residential neighbors? You know, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but we did do some work with the University of Alberta when we were first talking to council about this decision, about whether or not we were going to see a reduction in crashes in the city as a result Mm. of this. And people are right that the majority of our most tragic crashes are not necessarily happening in our neighborhoods, but they do happen. And so when we're talking about, you know, 15, 20 seconds of our day to protect our neighbors to protect our own families Mm. that's really important even if that number is only one that's one life Um, and it's really at no cost to us ultimately so it is something we did and we do expect to see a crash reduction and not just in the tragic crashes but also in property damage as well Um, and all of that has large economic value for all of us as well right it it lessens the strain on our policing system on our health care system insurance and you know all of the trouble it go you have to go through when you get into a crash um, around insurance and repairs and all of that it's it's all benefit uh, before I let you go Jessica what about enforcement of this what is that going to look like because if you were to look at my text <laughs> line right now you'd be like all right people are just saying this as a as a way for the city to make some cash so tell me about enforcement and, and, and how will uh, will that work yeah so two key pieces for people to know first of all there will be a grace period in effect for any automated enforcement location where the speed limit is being reduced. There's about 50 of those specific locations across the city. So in those locations, there will not be any violation sent out between August the 6th and and, um, August 31st. Mm. Instead, what people are going to get in the mail is a warning notice. Mm. So heads up, 
speed limit's been reduced here. Um, you you know you were you went through it at a higher than normal rate, so you need to adjust your behavior. Once we hit September first, school goes back in session and most of these locations are in those spaces and so our regular process around enforcement will return at that point because we want to make sure we're protecting our children as they go to school so, okay um, the other piece is just that we work very closely with Edmonton Police Service and so uh, we are collaborating together to make sure that especially in August but even beyond that we're present to provide education to help raise awareness for people. We know people want um, to make our streets safer. They want to do the right thing and so we just want to make sure they're aware of the information so that they can adjust their speed um, and help create safer more livable streets for everyone. Okay Jessica Lamare joining me this afternoon the Director of Traffic Safety for the City of Edmonton. You can find out more details at the City of Edmonton website. Jessica, always great to talk with you. Thanks for this. Thanks, Jalen. Have a great day. You betcha. Again, the Director of Traffic Safety for the City of Edmonton. Uh, some of you are just saying, hey, you know what? The only winner is going to be, you know, city coffers. The only winner is going to be the insurance industry. Um, you know, the, the question about uh, residential areas. This one says, okay, with the new speed limits, but it would make a whole lot of sense to eliminate the school zone limit and make it 40 throughout unless it's 50K. Well, no, I mean... I, I have no problem with 30k in uh, in uh, in school zones. Do you? Uh, a lot of you against this, and, and it's uh, fascinating to see. We can't keep attacking cars. What about uh, uh, you know educating uh, pedestrians? People are texting in this afternoon.